1: Break it. <laughs> and can you say Josh? Wi- <laughs> Josh Josh Whiddicombe.
0: <laughs> <drinking the> <laughs> What's happened there? Apparently, according to the email, he just found both of the names hilarious. Oh, our job's done. He'd be a great crowd member. However, you think he found our, our names hilarious? Uh, that is our two-year-old son, whose full name is Oliver Noblet. No. Yeah, surname pronounced, just put this in brackets, surname pronounced Noblet, unfortunately. He's going to be Mr. Noblet. Mr. Noblet. At the end of the email, it says, Much love the Noblet family.
2: <laughs> the Noblets. <laughs> <And> the
0: noblets. <laughs> You've just got to embrace
2: it. I think the only way is to go, yep, Noblet. You have to embrace it. You can't skirt around the Noblet. Exactly. You've got to lean into it, haven't you? I'd have to know what the maiden name was if you took her husband's name.
0: Yeah, because, because you, you know. It's
2: got to be a bit of Noblet,
0: it? What worse not it? Vaglet could be the only worse one. Yeah, but there, you certainly wouldn't hyphenate it. <laughs> You've got the opportunity these days not to use the surname if it's Noblet. Yeah. Just say that you're a modern person. You don't need to draw attention to the reason.
2: Well, it's weird, though, because when we got married, Lou was like, oh, I don't know if I want to take your name. I was like, I don't care. Like, take it if you want, whatever. I, I, I don't really want to take yours, but if you don't want to take mine, that's fine. I don't care. And we'll have yeah. double-barrel kids or pick one for the kids. I, I really don't mind. And she was like, yeah, because it seems a bit like sex is taking the name, which I sort of agree with. But what I find weirder, I think the name is just arbitrary, really. It's just a, But what I think is mental at a wedding is when you're given away by your dad and then in a religious way they go do you do you give her away and he goes yeah i'll be like you're you're gonna do fuck all mate (laughs) i'm I'm in charge of this decision (laughs) when or if my daughters get married i'm not giving them away they're doing whatever they want i've got
0: no say in it rob they've gone they've gone years before that mate you've got nothing to give away (laughs) I've given it all you've given it all left. you gave it away years ago um, I do feel like
2: I'm worried about this is what I'm worried about Josh sorry to jump in because no. um, my kids this week well the the five year old they've started teaching to read Little these little keynote, teachers right i yep. And um it's not They you're not allowed to know the letters anymore do you know what about you reading no
0: well, I, 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 I like to think I do but yeah
2: okay so uh, A, B and C you know all that lot yeah yep, yep to Z so far so good doesn't exist anymore mate it's all Abba and Kerr. It's phonics.
0: Oh, phonics.
2: Yeah. So it's all like, I didn't know what was going on. And then the five rolls are like, Abba, Kerr. And it's all like trigraphs and stuff.
0: Mate, I always knew a day would come when your children would come home from school with work that was beyond you. But I didn't expect it at five. <laughs> I thought you'd at least get to the, the SATs. I, I mean, it is worrying that I'm struggling at the reading bit. They're going to be doing GCSEs, mate.
2: But it's just that like, because you have to blend it in.
0: Yeah, you're struggling. I can hear it.
2: Yeah, I know. So, like, I'm all over that because basically, they they normally invite you in and explain how to do it. So, because when you go home, you do the reading with them. They've got to make sure that you're not undoing all the work they've done in the day. So, they they normally they said they invite put you all in to explain it. I,
0: you know, you know, Rob. They don't say that to other parents, but they did when you were
2: so anyway, they said, obviously you can't come in normally. you go and have a cup of tea and they explain it all but because of COVID, right? I had to watch a 15, I watched a 15 minute video they put together of how to teach them. I felt like I was in like trying to, I was trying to understand Inception or Tenet. I just didn't know what was going on. And then I had a Q&A where he went on like a Q&A with the teachers. Yeah, that's actually called a quote now. <laughs> yeah. That would have been a great bit of banter, but I don't think it would have gone down well. <laughs> On these parent zooms, I just sat there constantly, not trying to ruin my daughter's education. And um, everyone asked a question apart from me. At that point, anything that I did want to know had already been asked. But I didn't want to just—you can't just throw one in, can you? If you yeah. haven't got a question, so I, I felt bad. I felt like I need to think of an emergency question that I just ask
0: yeah. every time. Will there be lunch? That's often a good one. Like, <laughs> yeah.
2: I... Are they eating their lunch okay? Because she's a bit funny with rice. Yeah. Gonna... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 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 but how do they distinguish
0: between a, a C and a K, mate? Hey, I've got
2: no idea. But after this
0: Q and A, it was expected that you do know, right? Do you think are you worried? Do you know if there's any uh, any fans of the podcast, for want of a less crass term, who who are either teaching or parents at your school? Like, are you worried about them Them coming... On Monday, you're going to be called in because you don't actually understand phonics.
2: Uh, well, yeah, maybe I'll have to stay stay behind for extra one-on-one. Yeah. But, like, yeah, because there's trigraphs and digraphs. So a digraph... Or dra- I don't know if it's a Northern thing. <laughs> digraph. Mm. Digraph. is two letters, two vowels, or two consonants, or a vowel and a consonant, which together make one... I mean, I literally can't read that. And then a trigraph is... Um, is well, three, three basically yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mate I'm really shy <laughs> no, I, we all knew I mean we all, we all knew where that was going I basically just put education to bed in my early 20s what would a trigraph give me an example of a trigraph ear or air ear? air no but that's just a word
2: no but no, here, as in here
0: as in here right okay yeah yeah cool And then air
2: okay. A-I-R so like hair air
0: Yeah, yeah, I I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. it. Do you know what? I'm so glad I can read because it really (laughs) feels like an effort to learn. Oh, I can read. And looking at that, I feel like I'm unlearning it. You know, like when some people like leave passing the driving test to later in their life. Yeah. I'm so glad I'm not reading out when I wasn't really worrying about it. because I think if I couldn't read by now, I can't. I don't think I could be bothered to learn. Well, I I couldn't, no shock to you, I had to go for special
2: lessons, like a special lesson class. I don't know what, uh, you know, I think they've got a more sort of friendly term now, but like early 90s, it was like, right, divvies this way. (laughs) (laughs) Fat and glasses in your get, let's do this. They'd get me to read, and what I used to do is, because I couldn't read it, I used to make up what was happening.
0: Oh what So you were just trying to you were trying to riff it.
2: Yeah, so I'd be like, oh, cuz I, I saw a picture of Biff Chip and Kipper, and it was a pet shop and they had a fish and I'm like, oh, Biff Chip and Kipper have gone to the pet shop to buy a fish. Cuz I sort of think it'll be something like yeah, that. And yeah. I was like, that's not what it says. So I went, yeah, but it's what's happening, isn't it? <laughs> And that used to be my defence, <laughs> but that is what's happening, isn't it? They are—they have gone there to buy a. I mean, uh,
0: it would be difficult when you get to a non-picture book to try and to open Harry Potter and try and riff your way through 250 pages of that. I month. mean, yeah,
2: I mean that's a, that's what I'm a bit worried about, though, Josh, because I do think I like, you, like you say, it's not going to be long before they are way more intelligent than me, and te- like I'm going to be that the dad because they're going to come home all like, oh, I learnt this at school, and they're like, no, Dad, you don't know anything, and I'll be like.
0: I'll put a roof
2: over your head. I may not know how to speak, spell all right, but
0: boy, I worked hard. Do you know what? Yeah, I know how to make the edit on a panel show. That's what I know.
2: (laughs) I can riff off Jimmy Carl's slams, yeah? I actually, ironically, we managed to get that kitchen because I was shit at spelling on Countdown, right? (laughs) But yeah, so that's what that's been my week and I found it quite stressful, Josh.
0: Yeah, that is stressful. That is. So does that mean that if you'd like, not that I'm going to, but if you'd been teaching them of your own from the age of three, that you'd have been actually giving them bad habits?
2: Yes. So they did say that, that they have to sort of um, unlearn certain bad habits that you think you've done well by teaching them.
0: Oh, my word. I know. So that, you know. That's tough. Because my daughter can recognise... The letter that her name begins with, not because we kind of taught her, but just. Yeah. But now I'm now thinking that we've set her back a term.
2: Yeah, because it wouldn't be a B, a b, it'd be a b. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. So it's anyway that I but I, I find it really I've got it. You know, do you ever get that instant headache? Yeah. So they said trigraph, digraph, and I just could feel my head throbbing as I was on Zoom, and I, and I, I've not done a serious Zoom call ever. Normally, it's just me staring down the little lens and pathetically trying to make someone laugh on some. Telly show somewhere. You,
0: you hate a Zoom call, don't I you? I hate Zoom. Give me your top three issues with Zoom. Because I'm not going to lie, you hated a Zoom call during lockdown and you were like, well, it's fine because when lockdown ends, this is going to go. This is it now, mate. I know. But no, we've got to do parents' evening on Zoom and all that. And I think now they're just going to be like, it's not easier
2: just to do it in Zoom rather than going in. But I like I like people, Josh. I feed off energy. I, I can't, and I don't, I find it so hard to, I can't listen properly. I don't take it in when it's on a camera. And also I find the people talking to me aren't comfortable and they're a bit more awkward. And then you can see someone's looking somewhere else and you're distracted. I don't think you're fully engaged in the conversation on Zoom.
0: No, there's a, there's a, real, there's a real eye line issue on Zoom, isn't there?
2: Yeah, exactly. So I, I'm not a big fan of Zoom, and I like. I feel like I can understand stuff, and I I learn better face to face with with someone in the room rather than through for a screen. Yeah, but
0: you are aware that you're not the one who's going back to school.
2: Well, it feels like I am at the moment. <laughs> so I was like, when you're helping them at home with the reading, I was like, that's the point of them going to school, is it? Why am I getting involved? <laughs> Do you know what I
0: mean? Do they have homework? Because I didn't have homework at primary school. Do you? Uh,
2: I think they do. that. They haven't yet, but I think what's happening is, rather than homework, they send in home, like... They're allowed to take a book home. I think they're sending a book home from the library that you can just, like, read to them before bed. That's obviously too advanced for them. But Also, they are sending home, like, entry-level reading books that they you have to send back and say that they've read, or and then you can say in their planner they read them or I help them to read them oh, or whatever. And it gets sent back. And then I think because of like COVID, they have to go into quarantine for three days. What and the then work. another book comes home on a Monday. Do you know what? I ate COVID. Be, <laughs> I'll be, I'll be, it's really
0: shit. Do you know what? We, we haven't really spoken about it, but I'm fucking, I know this, is, I know it's a bigger deal than this. I'm fucking bored of it. Uh, I'm no. so bored of it. And it's like, do you know what? I know this sounds but the first time when you were locking down, it felt like, well, this is a thing we all have to do. It's a moment in history, you know, where life is going to be weird for a few months, and it's going to be really weird for a few months, but this has to be done. And now it feels like I'm never, ever going to order at a bar again.
2: <laughs> I'm quite happy with that, though. I don't like ordering at a bar. Yeah, that's a bad so example. So there are, there are some you know,
0: benefits. I can't believe I'm saying this. I miss... Do you know what I miss? oh We go into the office for last leg on a Wednesday and a Thursday. I just miss getting a Benito's hat for lunch. <laughs> I, it's, it's the little thing. Do you know what I miss? Is the ability to go, oh, we finished a bit early. I'll go into a shop that I've wanted to go into and have a look yeah. at that T-shirt.
2: A no queue. You're allowed to try it on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and. you know- <laughs> You know what I miss? I miss doing a meeting for the last leg and not doing it on Zoom so I can be on my laptop doing something else. Yeah, and not really listening. Not really listening, because on Zoom you have to really listen. But by being in the room, I, I miss the fact that I'm in the room physically so I don't have to be mentally.
2: Yes, exactly. That's what it is, Josh. I think when you're in the room physically, you can switch off mentally. But on Zoom, you're not there. So your eyes, you have to do so much work with your eyes oh, on mate. Zoom.
0: Have you ever been thrown, like someone's thrown a question to you in a Zoom meeting and you've been zoned out? It is That's far worse than at the table.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because you're so, it's so disrespectful for that because you're not even bothered to leave your house and you're not even listening on your laptop. So how lazy are you? Yeah. But I you know, what this lockdown feels like, it feels like, you know, because we did the, the big lockdown, I don't know if they'll do another one, but like if you felt like you was a part of something and, and now it's sort of back to normal, but isn't. It's a bit like, you know, the war was over and it was VE day. Right, and it's like yeah, the big street parties, everyone going mad. That was Friday night, a lovely weekend, and then back back in on Monday, you go down the shops. You're like, what? Well, it's still an egg a week, <laughs> but we've beat the Nazis. <laughs> we've won the war. We've beat the Nazis, and I've still got. I can't have an omelette.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what. Do you know what it feels like? Do you know what it feels like?
2: <laughs> <laughs> what does it feel like? Come on, do another. Let's do another
0: one. It feels like you know, like the you know, like when Oasis were really good for like two years. Yeah. And now I feel like I'm just having to put up with shit Oasis albums for the next five years.
2: <laughs> the Hindu Times. Like the Hindu I'm Times. trying to like.
0: Are we still, are we, still are we going through this fucking charade? <laughs> this is definitely maybe yeah. anymore. I, oh yeah. I, I, I don't know, Rob. I'm I'm so tired of it. I know that. I know that's not what this is about. But
2: although no, I don't, I don't think we're supposed to be distracting people for this. I think we're dragging them no, down I with think, us. I Josh. think
0: it's good to talk about it. Yeah. Um, I genuinely, I just, I just missed the things that I didn't think I liked. <laughs> like what? I miss commuting so much.
2: I, I I think it's a quite a good mental preparation to go. It's very difficult to be at home and then go to work. So that commute, oh. if it's not too busy and horrible, it's good to get you ready to go. Bit of music, get of podcast. up on
0: podcast going upstairs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think you need a raft extension just to extend your... Uh... <laughs> Podcast time. Another
0: flight of stairs. I'm never going to complain about sitting on a tube again. Genuinely, although of course I don't have to because I'm never going to sit on a fucking tube again. How things are going?
2: <laughs> oh, Josh, how's your week been? Childwise, all good?
0: Yeah, fine. Um,
2: <laughs> you sound so annoyed.
0: No, it's it's just you know what? Yeah, no, it's fine. Um, her main carer at nursery has left, which is quite sad. Actually, Aww. very sad. And so, uh, so she's trying to get used to new staff, which <laughs> you know, it will be fine. She
2: sounds like landed gentry, you know, like
0: <laughs> a lord of a manor somewhere. New staff, um, yeah. So, uh, so that's been all right, yeah. Um, apart from that, it's been pretty uneventful. I'll be honest. I bought a. Did uh, I tell you I bought a blackboard for the um, fridge?
2: I oh, what, to put like family.
0: To put my to-do, to put my R to-do list on. R
2: to-do list, okay, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, how's that um, going? Getting it all done? No, but it's much more visible what I haven't got done now. Yeah, just to really panic you all night. I can really see that I still haven't sorted out my life yeah. insurance. <laughs> Every time I get the milk yeah. out of the fridge
2: now. Yeah. So before, you could just sort of switch off that. It's a note on your desk to get yeah. that done. Now, you know, it's nine o'clock. You've had a couple of beers. You're watching a bit of telly. Just, just really in your face. If you die now, everyone's going to suffer
0: <laughs> because you didn't
2: sort out your admin.
0: Also, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm having to I'm having to use the chalk from my daughter's blackboard, which is problematic. Um, I need to put on there by chalk. Um, so <laughs> Oh, here's something to ask you about parenting-wise. Yeah, go on. Uh, have I told uh, we've discussed her um, sleeping's gone a bit rubbish since um, potty training.
2: Yeah, I've, I've not heard of this phenomenon, but I'm willing I'm willing to admit that it's uh, if they're worrying about it, it would be it does make sense that that's why they wake it up.
0: I'm on a uh, on a group with some um, other dads, a couple mm-hmm. of other dads. Matthew Crosby, in fact, who's been on this show, is one of them. And uh, I woke up this morning, and is there a better feeling yeah. than waking up? at 7am and then being greeted by two texts on the group from people at 5 30 and 5 40 respectively complaining that their children have woken up genuinely i know i know i shouldn't feel i know that shouldn't have put an even bigger spring in my step (laughs) the pain of others is great though isn't it It it's great it was a quite a weird wake up 7am absolutely delighted look at my phone Turns out the American election debate has been one of the biggest shitstorms of all time. And then, and then I check my phone and people have been up at 5.30 and 5.40. I've never had so much energy in my life.
2: <laughs> Cannot wait to unpack those text messages.
0: And obviously Matthew's wife listens to this.
2: Oh, yes. So now is it awkward that you're...
0: Well, it'd be interesting whether it, whether it gets back to him. Maybe I should start leaking things Matthew said in the group. To his wife via this podcast. That's great. Let's do that. What have you got? Well, I I, just—he says that she doesn't put in much effort and he does most of the legwork. But I don't want. I don't want. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He does.
2: That is mental. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine if he did. You just.
0: (laughs) He actually said that he thinks she's she's parenting at about thirty percent and he's having to pick up the slack.
2: Oh, um, I mean, we've all thought it at some point in our life, haven't we?
0: No, he just to be very clear, and I don't know how this is edited, he hasn't said that at all. <laughs>
1: yeah. Hello everybody. We are birthday girls. I'm Camille. I'm Beattie. And I'm Rose. And we are a comedy sketch group and we do a comedy podcast called Birthday Girls House Party and we're coming back for a brand new series. Did you mention that we got nominated for an award? Oh, I think no. that would. Yeah, we did get nominated yeah. for an award. Okay. Did you say that it's really stupid? It's really stupid. Should we tell them that there's a different theme every week? We've also got different guests every week. May Martin, Tom Allen, Jen Brister, Brett Goldstein... And loads Plus more. more. Don't, don't spoil them with the guests. No, don't spoil everyone. So we just need you to pop your headphones in or press play on your laptop. Camille doesn't understand technology. She yeah, do whatever understand. you do to listen to the podcast. We'll be having a chat. We'll be oversharing. We'll be playing mm-hmm. games. Mm-hmm. We'll be underprepared, but it'll, it'll be very funny. Oh, yeah. And you better believe we've left the BBC, so we are unleashed. So that's Birthday Girls House Party. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and rate and subscribe.
2: Um, I've got some uh, messages from the Instagram, Josh, we can go through. Would you like those? Let's have them. So this is from Melanie. Um, Love your podcast, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, my only baby is four-legged furry and barks. Um, Rob's elephant trunk story. You do
0: need to get that checked out.
2: Yeah, I I don't think that's okay. I mean, I'm sure, you know... You know, all kids are different. You know, I'm very pro Montessori learning, but if they are furry and got four legs, um, that's too much. It's too much for any yeah. kids. Anyway, so the elephant trunk story, that was my daughter that said C-U-N-T for trunk. Um, it said it made her laugh and it made her remember that her friend's son, James, who's about three, well, was about three at the time, after a visit to an air show, a family friend bought him a model of his favourite plane, the Vulcan bomber. And for about six months... That was James's favourite toy, and he would proudly show it to anyone and everyone, and he would shout at the top of his voice and tell them all about his fucking bummer. <laughs> I mean, that is that is bad, isn't it?
0: It's not ideal.
2: I actually think that's worse than the C word because it's yeah. homophobic. I mean, I don't even know if I'm allowed to have said that.
0: I think it's fine because you're quoting a child. Um, <laughs>
2: Wrong, isn't it? It's fine because you're quoting a child. You're coming out as an absolute zingers. What was it like the lollipop? We went. It's not sticky until the first lick.
0: <laughs> it's fine because you're quoting a child. But I, I don't think, I, unless I'm very much mistaken, I don't think the child is using it as a homophobic slur. I think it's a mistake. I don't. I, I
2: mean, yeah, that's what I've that's what I've assumed from that.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't. Know, I think it would be very surprising if the child had decided this is the opportunity to um to really give their views on uh, alternative lifestyles. Um, (laughs) This little conservative pro-Trump kid (laughs) (laughs)
2: loves planes, loves the military.
0: (laughs) Um, That is amazing. Um, If any of your children do have sweary phrases, we're always looking for them.
2: Oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, ideally not homophobic, but, you know. Uh,
0: That goes for all emails.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. As a rule, nothing homophobic, please. I've got a, um, I've got another email here or Instagram message about... Remember the Joe Brand episode was talking about the close gap between the kids? Yes. It's slightly different. Macy anyway, Gray. For, uh, the Macy Gray method, as we call it, who had uh, kids very close together. This is slightly different. But hi, Rob and Josh. Just listen to your Joe Brand episode. I don't have a close gap between my kids, but I have four daughters. Yes, all girls. All born in different centuries. Decades, surely. Yeah, yeah that's what she means. But I didn't want to right. pull her up I was going to say...
0: <laughs> <laughs> All born in different... <laughs> is she a vampire?
2: I don't know, but I don't think... that. Jenna's a love. I mean, at this point, I don't even know if she's got four daughters. I don't know if she's added them up correctly because some of maths <laughs> isn't so, a strong point, but decades.
0: So say it was 1979. Wrong. There's a hundred year gap. No, you're right. So basically, four daughters. So they've got Leah was born in
2: 99. Yeah. Sophie, 2010. Yeah. Amelia, 2016. And Eliza, 2020. Bloody how. So to add, I am... Huge gaps, isn't it? I am 40, also have a 12-year-old stepson, and also have a grandson born in 2019. Whoa. So my youngest is younger than her nephew by six months. Wow. Also, to add, my almost four-year-old, every time she gets in the bath, she stands up and shouts, I'm weeing like a boy, and stands in the bath peeing like a boy. Every single time, no matter if she's been for a wee right before her bath or not, um, love the podcast and have been binge listening whilst walking the dog. She's got a fucking dog as well. <laughs>
0: Jesus Christ! It is over two centuries. She has managed to do it over two centuries, but four decades, two millennia, two millennia. Um I've got a question for you. I'll go on. So. Afternoon, gents. Currently sat in a hospital car park for the fifth time this week as my wife is having checks done on the seven-day-old baby Izzy. Due to COVID, I'm not allowed near, which, although disappointing, has fallen quite nicely for the return of football. (laughs) Anyway, we're in need of help. Izzy will only sleep... I mean, it's seven-day-old, mate. Izzy will only sleep during the night if she's constantly being held.
2: I, I, I mean, I've had loads of bread longer. (laughs) seven days give the kid a chance
0: as soon as we move to a moses basket it's like the world is ending any tips on getting a newborn to settle off parents i think you've just got to suck it up i know that's not what you want to hear Mm. i also have a few questions about how to deal with the in-laws but need to make sure my wife does not recognize the stories as she listens to this as well so need to add a few random details speak soon chaps and keep up the good work (laughs) so we'll focus on the first one
2: yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I love the way he's, he's plotting to moan about the in-laws. Um,
0: yeah.
2: I think, yeah, seven days, I think it's too early to sort of just if it's, sleep at any point.
0: It's, it's that, worry about, that worry about setting a precedent. So we've got to the point now where I was petrified, absolutely petrified of the thought of getting in a situation where my daughter would get used to sleeping in our, luckily she's got no interest in sleeping in our bed, but like that kind yeah. of, do you know what I mean?
2: We were the same
0: and we've, ne- they've never slept in our bed ever. And I, I, cause they're so cute
2: and cuddly and you want them, but like, you know, you just, it's not, it's not going to end well for anyone, especially when they're really small. Cause it's quite dangerous, but even now yeah. when they're bigger, I just don't want that. And I've,
0: you know. But after a while, after a couple of years, I don't know about you, but you, you just feel like it's a bit less like if you do one thing, one night, it will reprogram this, child for the rest of their lives do you know what i mean but after seven days i was worried that you know anything i did would lead to a a lifetime of them being able to sleep only on a in a pram or whatever well yeah because we we, you know russell kane's method's
2: quite extreme about getting a kid to sleep and and stuff like that but i find they're all different where our second one would just sleep easy, like just sleep in a room on her own fine didn't really care just slept pretty well and then with our first one we, we had to do cry out in the end and just sort of like let her cry. So, like, because we never really wanted to do cry out, but it was, we tried everything else and that's the only thing that worked. So, I think each kid's different, but I think yeah. a week in, you just, you know, do whatever you've got to do. What well, I, well, I did loads, which I don't know if it made it worse, but I used to put um, the baby in the pram and just walk and walk. I'd ring people. I'd like, and just like, if they slept for two hours and I was just walking for two hours, you know, Lou could sleep at home. Obviously, and then I could have a kit when I got back. And also, I thought it was quite a good exercise because you do put weight on, don't you? Just indoors, comfy. I, I
0: remember because it was um, like it was just before Christmas because my daughter was born in October, so it would have been. I remember at like ten PM, just walking around the kind of shops, not going in, walking around the shops of where I lived, and there was a lot like walking down to the place where they were selling Christmas trees in the park, yeah, and looking at that and trying to, trying to convince myself that this was a lovely festive moment <laughs> as I walked around. And I was walking, I just, but you just keep walking. And I was walking past pubs and she'd already fallen asleep in the pram and I was thinking, could I nip in with the pram for one? Oh. I- and I just, I couldn't, obviously. No. I
2: tell you what I have done though is, if like, the- I have put a little bit of wine in a cup. Have you? For a walk. Oh, for yourself? Oh yeah, not the. I kid. thought meant you meant to knock say? out the child.
0: I was going to say Rob, <laughs> but that's such a good idea. Well, like, I'm are a
2: getting battered? But like, when we yeah. were at our like, glass of wine, and then the bat, and I just said, "Look, should I just take her for a walk? Get like whatever." And um, yeah, no, so I just had. It. I thought I put it in a little. Like, what,
0: kind, what kind of? I what's Not what? Well, I couldn't give a shit about the wine. What kind of cup are we looking at? I put here? it in like a,
2: you know, like a co- a, a reasonable coffee cup. Yeah put a bit of wine yeah, in there and made it, look like, made it look like I was just having a little late coffee because I'm a great dad. I was actually getting spangled
0: walking around a park at 6pm. In fact, you're having such a good time, you didn't even come home. You just went into a bar and said, refill that, mate. <laughs> Dude, I only had one to take the edge off, so thought, yeah. I wasn't wandering yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you weren't, you, the weren't, paper,
2: like, you was... weren't drunk
0: and driving.
2: No, exactly. Um, I have done that before in a moment of panic, just put the kid in the car and driven just to get her to sleep. I just... thought you meant drunk
0: driving. I was going to no. say, Rob, you need to stop with these confessions.
2: <laughs> I'm an animal. No, but like, and I, I, you, you can't do it, but it got to the point where he was exhausted and Lou was knacking and I went, that's why don't I just take her for for a drive to get to sleep and she went to sleep straight away because she sort of got overtired yeah. and was going mad. Yeah. She went to sleep, I drove around for half an hour and then I, sit, I sat on the drive um, with, well, you know, I don't want to show off, I, I had to move out for the drive, but I've got a drive, Zone 5, yeah. in it? and. Yeah. um I wait for the baby to, see, and then the most high pressure transfer from car seat to cot. I mean, oh. if it was, I felt like I was doing some sort of heist. I was just yeah. slowly moving
0: this baby up the stairs. And I mean, I that- forget that the, the dip, even like that's, that's a distance you're going. But yeah. That experience of, so when we'd get my daughter to sleep when she was like a baby, and then you've, you've just got to go from arms to, to cot yeah and the tension oh. no, it is it's just like obviously i'm not i wouldn't like to compare it to a bomb disposal expert <laughs> but i'm gonna i'm gonna yeah <laughs> but like it, it feels yeah. like you're both there one of you's having to make the move to put it in the other one can hardly watch
2: yeah but also what does it help whenever i used to do it lou would just be like watching me do it i was like i don't need this Get away. But the the, the hardest point was you could get them out of the car seat, right? Um, I tell you what, I had to disable the security light. It's back on now. But that was a disaster. (laughs) Like She's been caught by prison guards. But it's when you put them in the cot and your hands are underneath them and you just have to slowly slide slide your hands out so that they don't know the transfer has been done. That was high-stakes stuff. You can't do that with a week old day. They'll just wake up. Did you
0: manage to do it then, Rob? The transfer. Oh, yeah,
2: I've done a couple of transfers in my time. Not always successful, I'd say about 50-50. But when they hit, oh, they hit
0: good. And then you're so adrenalised if they work that you're not going to be able to sleep for 45 minutes anyway.
2: Have I told you, when I'm drunk now, I rock myself like I used to rock the kids. Do you know about this? Right. If I'm a bit merry and I'm stood up at a bar, um, yeah. you know, which doesn't happen anymore. But I'd sway a little bit, not sway like I'm really drunk, but I just sort of like oh, wow. sort of do that little sort of jig to left foot. You know, when you hold them, and you move yeah. left, right to right and you move them along. I sort of do that to myself.
0: Oh, wow. It's
2: Does mad. it get you to sleep? No, but it just, I think it just sort of like calms me a bit if I, if I feel that
0: like I'm a bit drunk. Is that mental? No. Well, um, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I,
2: think well, I don't mental. know.
0: I've never really heard of it before. Um, it, yeah, it is. Um, we should just <laughs> yeah. tie up that. Um. for that listener Um. that we really have no solutions. But yeah. seven days, don't panic. Don't panic. Yeah, you can't get them into a proper routine by then. Just do your best. If If you've got a baby that's older than 12 days and they're not sleeping through for at least eight hours, then you really are a bad parent. I should be clear <laughs> yeah. on that.
2: Yeah. Oh, don't. You get all the keynotes ringing in. Going. I think that's very unfair on people that have a 12 day hold and they're not sitting <laughs> right, through night right, because they right. may think that they should be
0: 16 days 16 days yeah 16 days come on do you know Have i told you about this book i read i saw it on the shelf the other day right because um what well, to cut a long story short because it's so boring we've run out of shelf space so i'm having to get rid of some books so i was like get, what
2: get rid of the knickknacks josh
0: They're not taking up shelf space. They're in front of of the books. So I was going through going, which books do I need? I found this book I bought. Someone had told me was going to basically get my daughter sleeping through 12 hours uh, within 12 weeks. And he was like, it's surefire. And I read it before she was born. And I was like, this is going to be a piece of fucking piss. I (laughs) I don't know what all these people are complaining about. And the main tip seemed to be... Just stroke their nose. <laughs> really? Yeah. So it's like if they're not going to sleep, just stroke their nose. So it's like um, you know, at like four weeks or whatever. I'm not gonna say what the book is because I might be slightly rip- misrepresenting them that this is and the timings. But it was like, you know, so it was like at four weeks, put them down, leave them in the room, <laughs> only go back if they're really crying. It's like four weeks. We tried it once, it was absolute at 7 pm, and we were like, well, of course, she's not going to go to fucking sleep. She doesn't go to sleep when we're in the room at 7 pm. And then it was like, if they're crying, just come back in, stroke their nose a bit, they'll go to
1: sleep.
2: <laughs> I can't.
0: If someone stroked my nose,
2: if I was trying to go to sleep, I'd be furious. Get off. What are you doing? There's that little fly in the bedroom.
0: <laughs> yeah. Also, do you think if it was like a surefire technique, it would be more famous?
2: Oh, oh the old nose stroke. Like yeah. if, if, if the nose stroke worked, no one would listen to this. Because they're going to have perfectly behaved <laughs> kids and then we live living their great life where, oh God, the kids are annoying. Go in, give them a couple of nose strokes. It's not like Tixie Links, I've got to knock them out for the night. <laughs> Sleepy little I've had a bit of Pyrrhon. give them a nose stroke, they'll get them to sleep.
0: Imagine if someone had just discovered that. Oh fucking hell, two thousand years. Kids not sleeping, but turns out you need to stroke their nose.
2: Um, Josh, I've got a great uh, picture here that I'm going to send to uh, the group and I'll stick it on uh, the Insta account. Someone has said, this is my two-year-old niece who looks like a salty Josh I'll
0: Pop it on the group. Pop it on the fucking group.
2: (laughs) It's really good. She's... um... Four now, and it's her sister-in-law. Um, she didn't give her name, though, just her name. Little sister-in-law. Oh, Sophie. She's four oh, now, but it's wow. taken when she was two. She, Her eyes yeah, tell the story. That
0: is, I mean, she really does look like me.
2: And that was taken when she met Father Christmas.
0: Oh. And she was absolutely
2: not furious. And that comes from Becca Cowderwood. But that is I'll brilliant. that on the we'll group. But on it does the group. Saucy Josh Whittaker.
0: There's, I, I've got another one, a lookalike. Okay, I'll just take a photo of this because it's on the laptop. Oh, you're going to love this. You're absolutely going to love it. They've also, they've provided a picture of me next to it. Right. It. That's the wrong word. Next to him.
2: (laughs) It's Someone's child!
0: So this is from Kate Jarb. I'm just going to put it on the group. (laughs) (laughs)
2: I'm like, wow. (laughs) Also, there's a real... Hugh Fernley Whittingstall
0: vibe. Yeah, there is a real Hugh Fernley Whittingstall vibe. That's so great. this is from Kate, who said, "I got a random text on my brother asking if I ever thought how much my six-year-old Charlie uh, looks like Josh Widdicombe." Does, uh-huh. does he? He does. His head looks like it's bigger than yours. I mean, they're different photos, Rob. <laughs> I'm not next. <laughs> yeah, you're not, you're... <laughs> That's
2: the problem, isn't it, with photos? Um... I've got another, I've got a bit more of a serious post, but I think it's nice to nice to hear.
0: Is it nice to end on a serious one? Yeah,
2: it's serious, but a, a, a happy ending. Okay, so let's let's finish on something a bit more serious, but it's it's, it's good to. Hear. This is um, I'll double check. Um, I'm not sure if she wants us to say her name, so I won't say it. Hey guys, I I'm a living nanny, and as the kids have just gone back to school, I've recently started listening to your podcast, which has me crying
0: with tears on the dog walk. Hopefully, good good tears. Yeah, I've just listened to your podcast. Do you know what? If you you are getting a bit emotional, put some red wine in a coffee cup. <laughs> That'll take the edge off.
2: (laughs) Only at extreme. That happened once in an extreme moment. (laughs) Um, Also, I'm getting a lot of dog walkers listening to podcasts go to me, you're going to get one of these soon. I feel like I'm part of the dog club already. Anyway, so... um, this is uh, this, uh, this lady uh, Should I just listened to your podcast with Judy Love, which had me in tears for a different reason i 've had to work the whole of lockdown living with a family I worked for, which I was dreading at the beginning, as I care for a ten year old and a 12 year old and i 've been th- with them for nearly seven years and adore my job but the prospect of being stuck here and not being able to escape to see my family and with both parents working also daunted me mid lockdown. My partner also ended things with me, so I was in an awful place not being able to see friends and family. Luckily, I had the children that saw me through everything as much as they can be terrors, They were the reason I carried on. I was so moved by your chat with Judy and it has inspired me so much. I've reached out for help that I would otherwise have ignored and pushed inside. It made me realize that it's okay to ask for help and that you can't be strong all the time. Thank you for this, and also thank you so much for the constant smile that I've had on my mug for the past two weeks after listening to your show every day. I know this is probably a bit too soppy to be read out, but I just wanted to let you know that you guys have helped me bring some laughter back into this bloody terrible year. P.S. Mate, the most of them while they're young, that when they're older, it's all sass and eye rolls.
0: So I think that's a lovely message. That is a lovely email to get. It's, it's lovely. It makes it sort of feel worthwhile, doesn't it, Josh? It does. It does. It Genuinely. And I, you know... We all know that this started because we thought we were just going to talk about shit on the kitchen floor.
2: (laughs) I just wanted an hour away for the kids. So
0: (laughs) so it's nice that it's actually had some effect and some cultural worth. Can I add to that something Mm. that I think is a, a helpful email that we received? So listening to Josh on the last podcast describe his anxiety over his relationship with his daughter, I felt compelled to send you an email. This is from Ian Patterson. The most apt description I heard a long time ago is boys wreck your house, girls wreck your head. I have two daughters aged 11 and 21. The father daughter relationship is completely different to other family dynamics. You're the only man in her life who will love her absolutely unconditionally without limit and want absolutely nothing in return. You're the only man in her life she can completely trust to only have her interests in heart. I think quite a few dads don't fully appreciate how important that is. We are setting an example of how they should be treated by future boyfriends' husbands. Oh dear, I'm in trouble. Also, through our relationship to their mothers. Your daughter is too. Don't forget she's never been a child before and doesn't know what she's doing either. Don't become obsessed with the details and lose sight of the bigger picture. Have fun together. Discover things. Build trust through honesty and support. She will always love and adore you. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> oh, that's nice. It's nice. It's nice. because what's uh, it become? Is this Radio 4? I, I wasn't going to read that out, but then you gave me, you gave me the taste for it, Rob. Yeah.
2: The taste, I think it's
0: nice, though, isn't it, to have a nice messages in as well? I think, you know, we are, after all, not very good at our jobs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but the, a, the point is, it's really hard being a parent, it but is. we're muddling through together and it'll all be all right. And if you are feeling down, like that lady you emailed in, and like when Judy was feeling down, you've definitely got to
0: say something and get support because it's horrible on your own. Yes, and if you are worrying about your relationship with your daughter, just wine in a coffee cup. That is all I can recommend.
2: Just <laughs> so have wine in a coffee cup and don't, and don't try and teach them how to read because you'll probably get
0: it wrong. That's the message. <laughs> if, if you want to get in touch, this is how.
2: Email us, hello, at lockdownparenting.co.uk or tweet us, at lockdownparents or Instagram, lockdown underscore parenting. And you can also send us stuff, P.O. Box 76748, London, E99DW.
0: Um, we are back on Tuesday. See you next week. See you later. Bye. Bye.